Episode 76, The Rant, Nicole Robinson, shooting star and basketball officiating, unlimited potential being realized by the day. It was evident when speaking to Nicole that there was a humble yet aggressive demeanor in her style. In this pod, she discusses her love of basketball, how her father has crystallized officiating as an avenue to stay in the game, and what her future holds. All that and more, my conversation with Nicole, now. The Rant has been brought to you by Roar Organic. Everything your body needs, nothing it doesn't. There's a reason they say variety is the spice of life. And with their new organic line comes the following exciting flavors. Georgia peach, blueberry acai, cucumber watermelon, mango clementine, pineapple mint, strawberry coconut. Ah. Roar Organic uses a proprietary electrolyte blend created with organic coconut water, organic cane sugar, and sea salt. It's non-GMO, vegan-friendly, gluten-free, no artificial colors or flavors, no preservatives, and no artificial sweeteners. Just 2 grams of sugar and only 10 calories per serving. Visit Roar.land and use the code REFEREERANT, one word, in the checkout and receive 10% off your next purchase. That's Roar.land, code REFEREERANT. The Rant has been brought to you by the revolutionary product for referees and all professionals alike, Neat Tucks. What the tuck? Traditional shirt stays have been tried and true, but never accounted for those professionals that have shorts as uniforms. What do you do when you officiate soccer or lacrosse or even basketball in the summer? Don't forget about baseball umpires, too. Enter Neat Tucks, which come in style and active versions. Don't get it twisted. You can even wear them at your 9 to 5, too. Listeners of The Rant can visit neattux.com and enter the coupon code REFEREERANT, one word, and receive 20% off your initial order. That's REFEREERANT, one word. Happy tucking. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with a special guest, a college official, certified for girls, elite high school official, Nicole Robinson, how are you? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm good. So, let's see. Um, I don't think we ever met in person. I definitely saw you on TV in April at the Geico Nationals. Um, okay. And I also put two and two together because I know there was like a little Crown Refs uh, spotlight and me and Paul go go hand in hand. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I know you run some of the same similar circuits. It's only a matter of time we're going to work together. But nonetheless, welcome to the show. For sure. Thank you for having me. No problem. So what I normally start off with is uh, what was your relationship with sports? What did you play growing up? What did you play in high school, middle school, and in college? Well, growing up, um, well, my entire family plays basketball. So that was kind of just ingrained in all of us to play. But growing up, I played soccer for one season. I played Little League Baseball. Um, I played softball, and uh, I actually played football for for a year. Um, I ended, didn't end up getting on the on the actual field, um, but I practiced with the guys, and uh, I was on the team for a year. And I was actually a cheerleader for a little while. Oh, so you ran the um, whole gamut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was just you know when I was younger, and and uh, when it when it hit like fifth sixth grade, that's when I took basketball really seriously, and that was my sport. Mm. That's all I played uh, <clears throat> for the rest of my time. Where did you play? Uh, where were you? Where did you grow up? I'm from uh, Greenberg, New York. Um, that's it's like a small town outside of uh, like White Plains. Mm. 
and uh yeah basketball and and uh roller skating is our thing over here i see did you have did you have a lot of success in basketball in high school and in turn did you end up playing um in the collegiate level uh relative success um i went to the urson school it's a uh, catholic school in new show um I played uh, Varsity A. We have a Varsity A and a Varsity B team. I played Varsity A uh, freshman through senior year. Um, I, I I think I did pretty well um, as far as uh, high school went. Um, I didn't get any, like, big uh, collegiate uh, looks or anything. I ended up going to Manhattanville College um, where I played uh, for uh, Lauren Tomer for a year. And then after that, I ended up, uh, you know, wanting to be an entrepreneur and uh, going into business with my father. And, and that's uh, when I uh, left school and uh, I was doing that for a long time. OK, um, so you mentioned that you played varsity already at an early stage, as well as you had an experience uh, collegiately um, during that time. What was your experience and what was your perception of officials? Um, did you. Did you enjoy them? Do you think that they were, you know, because for me, I always got two quick fouls. I don't know if I was upset at the refs. I just never adjusted <laughs> because I was just a playground kid. And, you know, I never got a chance to be able to play within the parameters of the rules for me to keep in the game. But, you know, having said that, what was your perception of officials growing up? Man, it's so funny now um, being an official Anything that I get from players now, it's it's all karma. I, I feel like I wasn't I wasn't the worst. Like I've I've seen you know players that could really take it there, but it was just like anything called on me, I'm I'm talking to them. I'm I'm asking about every call. I'm always in their ear. It, I was obnoxious mm. <laughs> in high school, and um, now it's just like looking back. It's like now I understand. Like I had some I had some really good you know, high school officials on my games and I always had something to say to them. <laughs> and uh if you guys are listening, I apologize for for all of uh my antics in high school. That sounds like you remember your uh, <laughs> officials that, that did your games and you probably working with them locally in your circuit, right? <laughs> um, a few a few. Um there's there's one that I remember you know, specifically who's who's doing college now and doing a a great job and you know it's it's definitely interesting <laughs> uh so normally some people just get the bug kind of by accident and sometimes they don't even realize that they have potential until somebody said so so having said that how did you get the bug um of officiating so um my dad was talking to me about it for a while like you know you should start refereeing just start doing these kids games and um at the time um we we were cool with a, a cyo assigner where uh they paid 50 dollars a game and that sounded fantastic you get four games you know a saturday or two games sunday that's a that's a pretty good weekend and um so that's really why i got into it um, I did a, I did a whole CYO season, but um, my mom and my dad, um, they were like, you know, you really need to talk to Rachelle. You really need to talk to Rachelle to, you know, really see what this is about. And um, 
my mom actually called Rachel Jones um, to to tell her that I was refereeing, and um, she called me one day and she we talked for a little while. She's like, you know, how do you like it so far? And um, she told me I'm gonna call you back in three or four days, and I want you to have rules one through ten memorized like just the names of the rules and I think that was really the point where I was like I'm I'm actually really excited to mm. <laughs> to memorize these rules and and um you know see that it's further than just you know blowing my whistle and and uh and just trying to figure it out like there's actually guidelines uh to this so that's when I I really uh was like all right I kind of want to take this seriously and um from there, um, I was introduced to uh, Terry Fiorito, who is a, a, a former NBA official and a NCAA observer who's uh, friends with my dad. And from there, you know, we we really, you know, took it seriously. And, and uh, I call it, I hit the, the Terry boot camp where uh, um, him and, and my other mentor, uh, Kaz Beverly, we uh we were in Jersey pretty much every weekend and doing three person and you know I, I saw a couple women whose you know mechanics that that I loved and I was like you know starting to see refereeing as a not just you know something to make money and and something to to do on the weekend but it's like it's kind of like I see it as performing sometimes, you know, when you're reporting and, and everything, it's like, you know, you look professional, you're out there. Um, it's, it just became more than, than just, uh, blowing my whistle and, and refereeing basketball. Yeah. I'd say so that if, if your first, uh, couple of interactions was with Rachel and I mean, I think that already informed you of how serious, uh, it could be and how serious you were going to take it moving forward. That's for sure. My only experience with her was, I think I met her about three years ago at a camp. And I remember she had nothing good to say about anything. And (laughs) I felt as though, (laughs) you know, maybe she saw something inside of me that I couldn't see for myself. And she was giving me Mm -hmm. kind of pointed directions of like, you know, you could be better if you did this. And, um, you know, that really sticks with me to this day. Um, But I did want to go back to your CYO experience. Do you remember your first game? Um, doing CYO, what was that experience like as well as um, <laughs> one of those first couple of games when now you had Teddy and you had Rachelle involved and now you're doing three-person and probably you felt like, wow, this is not the same thing from what I remember in CYO, right? So talk about those yeah. experiences. Uh, my first CYO game, I don't know why I remember this so vividly, but I was in a, a school gym, a tiny gym, um, the it was winter time and the the uh, the heat wasn't working, so we were in this freezing cold gym. Um, my partner, his name was Joel. I think my dad might have been there just to you know see how I I worked my first game. Um, it it wasn't a horrible experience, like as far as coaches or parents or anything like that. I just know for sure that I was walking up and down the court. My whistle was like a a bird's peep. Like it was so <laughs> low. And um, 
you know, we got out of there alive, but uh, <laughs> I, I was compared to going through the through uh, you know working with Terry and Kaz. Um, it was so different. Um, I actually started started working with them because I was invited to do a uh, it was there's a tournament called the Rat Race and the championship and uh, the Boys and Girls Championships are done on the county center floor. It's like a big court in, in White Plains. And we were doing three-person, and I'd never done three-person. So so Terry introduced me to Kaz so we can do some three-person games before I went to do this three-person game at the county center. And also, Rochelle was actually having her first camp about a week later, uh, which is a three-person camp. Um at the final four in Ohio, I believe we were. Um, and shout out to her again. She she ran the first uh, all women's camp. It was uh, all female officials. It was called WIFO, uh, Women Empowering Female Officials, and we uh, refereed a. Uh, it was like a like a tryout for for women's pro basketball. And uh, it, it was a, an amazing experience. And, and going back to your question, um, it was so different compared to whatever I was doing in CYL. It was like, okay, so so you're really you're really not doing well here. <laughs> mm. And seeing and seeing them on on the next level, it was just like, all right, so we got some work to do. Um, and Terry and Kaz were not afraid to to push me, and you know show me that I can do better and I can be better and and when they one of their biggest things besides professionalism is when we tell you you know what you did wrong here or how to improve here the next time you're on the floor you know try to implement it immediately mm. so so that was uh one of the big things with getting started with them so aside from all the people that you just mentioned uh Rachel Teddy uh, and everybody else that's helped you along the way. Do you have any other mentors, if you do, uh, you know, just list them? And how do you think they have helped you? How do you think they've shaped the way you've helped people after you now? That that now you have some experience on the belt and you have some wisdom that you can uh, dispel to other people that are just starting out? Yeah. Um, so definitely Rachel Jones, Terry Fiorito, Kaz Beverly, um my father for sure um he's you know start getting started with basketball with refereeing um he really helped me you know get the ground running he's been in uh, a, a boys high school official for about 30 years now um so he really helped me um get started with this and uh and still he he comes to a lot of my games and and gives me tips and takes takes notes and and shows me what I can do better um Marcelin Williams um we're around the same age she's been doing this a year longer than me but um she really shows me like a lot of people say that they they want this and they they want to you know go to the next level and go farther but um she really showed me the the hard work that really goes into it to get to the next level like um constantly you know doing film reading rules and 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 everything and she pushes me to do the same um she's i would definitely consider her one of my mentors 
and uh, Al Batista as well. I met him at a uh, at a camp at uh, Purchase College. I I'm on uh, Court Club, the Court Club app or the Court Club uh, website, and I used to listen to his uh, interview uh, constantly. It's like because he he would talk about rules and he would talk about you know different things, and I recognized his voice when he was talking to somebody on the sideline, and um, from there you know he he told me to go to a certain camp and um i'm actually meeting up with him today to to do some uh some referee drills that he that he uh that he came up with um to help uh like pick up feed and you know what's illegal contact and and things like that and so he's also been a, a huge help uh, with this thing wow amazing um do you think that all of them, you kind of take a little bit of everyone that has helped you along the way? And um, do you think it's helped you, you know, when people are trying to break into the business, you can give them a lot more pointed advice and point them into the right direction a lot faster? Um, For sure. And don't get me wrong, like, I've, I've only been at this for a little while, so I, I'm not, like, an expert or, or anything like that, but when... Um, when a newer official, when I'm either working with them or I see them working or, or anything like that, it's uh, it's cool to be able to add a little bit of, you know, Rachelle, a little bit of Kaz, a little bit of Terry, you know, a little bit of their flavor into how I speak to them. But also, um, like I was talking to a, a young lady a, a little while ago and it's like, all right she's gonna she's gonna hear things differently from me because I'm a you know young 20 something and and uh it, I don't know if this is making any sense but it is just to be able, just to be able to add my own flavor to how I I approach things as well while still taking all of the knowledge from them it's it's been really cool when I get to help somebody out mm. um so I'm, I'm assuming that you do a lot of men's games as well as obviously you're a women's official um mm -hmm. aside from the um obvious differences of gender what do you think are the main differences of uh men's basketball versus women's basketball do you see it a little differently when you officiate it both games oh for sure um let me think so with doing men's basketball what i've learned is and I don't do men's college. I do, like, you know, summer ball and, mm -hmm. and uh, some, like, you know, rec leagues and stuff. And, like, um, the, what I feel the difference is you have to be a lot more patient with your whistle with men's ball because a lot of contact that would be considered illegal on the women's side would be considered, you know, marginal and possibly incidental with with men so you definitely have to have a lot more patient whistle let this play start develop and finish um i got in a lot of trouble <laughs> when, when i first started with men's ball i probably called 10 and ones in a game mm -hmm. and uh, you know and you know that actually helped me on the other side as well um being patient because you know in women's ball it's like you know a lot of it could be a little more black and white you know hand checks one hand two hand foul two hands foul you know what I mean but with men's it's like did he reroute him or you know 
did did it did the contact affect his shot or you know you, you have to like kind of I guess think a little more um when calling a foul um which I'm still trying to figure out now but um it, it's definitely uh helped me to have a much more patient patient whistle right and I'd even go so far to say that you know, at times what I do is I, I think of them as two different sports because, you know, that, sure. that marginal contact and that incidental contact. I mean, I was just at uh, Phil Celestio's camp uh, three weeks ago, and, mm-hmm. I mean, those kids were all playing for Division One scholarships. And, I mean, it didn't matter if it was a 40-point blowout. They were trying to show, you know, Duke and North Carolina what they can do. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times, you know, they go up the rim, they're trying to dunk and, and – uh, throw everybody's head off and you know sometimes you can't you can't call those type of contacts especially when the ball isn't getting displaced but then when you go back into a women's game you know those are those are illegal fouls all day so that's something that I always go like you know what what kind of game am I doing this is this is my set of of parameters and which of what I'm going to call what I'm not going to call and that's you know I think that's an important thing to do as an official and it just makes you just a better official that you can do both of those things um, you know, I just mentioned that I went to camp. What is your mindset when you go to camp season, you know, at this moment in time as a basketball official for you? Um, my mindset, it, you know, depending on the camp, for the most part, um, it's getting better. It's learning from, you know, seasoned officials and, and assigners and, um, you know, different people that, that can help me elevate my game. Um, last last summer, I probably went to four instructional camps that weren't even tryouts. Um, but if I'm going to like a tryout camp, um, then you still get that element of you know bettering yourself. But it's also just being the best I can be because whether whether it goes my way and you know I get picked up for. For a for a uh, conference or 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 it doesn't, I kind of have the mindset now of I'd rather be a year late than a year early. So if I'm not ready, I'm not ready. If I'm not ready at the camp, I'm not going to be ready for the game. So um, it's just you know seeing where I'm at and then going back to the drawing board and, and uh, being more prepared for next year. But it's all about you know learning. From, from people that have been at it uh, longer than me and, uh, you know, just doing doing the best I can, being the best me, being the best ref I can be. We're towards the uh, latter stages of July. What are your plans in terms of officiating for the rest of the summer? Any camps, any other uh, leagues that you have been trying to break in? You know, I'm all, all set with my camps uh, for the rest of the summer. Um, I got a lot of mine out early. I, my last one was... Uh, I was in Buffalo on the 30th, and um, now I'm all done with camps. Uh, right now, it's just, uh, you know, working whatever leagues people put me on to, and, uh, you know, that that's pretty much it for the rest of the summer. You chilling, and I know it's going to be, it, <laughs> it's, it's been a long, man, because it's like, you know, after your, your season is done, um... Uh, you know, I'm you, right back at it. Right back at it. I mean, then you got a camp season. <laughs> like me, I'm just I'm trying to grow a beard for like a little for three weeks, right. and then I know back in in November, back back to the game. Um, 
Would you ever consider officiating another sport? And if so, what would that sport be? Actually, I, I did. Um, so after that first CYO season, um, you know, my dad was like, uh, you know, maybe you should look into another sport because the season's about to be over because, you know, the CYO money was, it was constant and we were, you know, working every weekend. And uh, he was like, you know, maybe you should look into another sport. And um, a couple of uh, referees that I know uh, were doing uh, lacrosse. So I actually ended up taking the lacrosse test. I've never played. I've never seen a game. But um, they were like, you know, they're looking for a lot of lacrosse refs. So I, I took I took the class. I passed the test. And then I met Kaz. Mm-hmm. And we were in the boot camp in, in Jersey every weekend. So I didn't have time to even get started. And thank God it happened that way because, uh, you know, I was – I was open to be able to go to Jersey every weekend and and uh, really, you know, go hard with them. And um, may- maybe eventually I might look into doing lacrosse or, or something like that again. If I'm, if there's some sports that I'm, that I'm interested in, it's probably, I would look into baseball or football for sure because mm. those look really interesting. Yeah, I do all three of those sports that you mentioned. Um, in fact, oh, wow. I, uh, I've been a boys lacrosse official for five years. I still don't have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad to say, but um, I'm probably going to cross over to girls lacrosse uh, this winter because I got a nice, I got a, I got a lot of people in that circle that's been, um, you know how, how they go. <clears throat> you get a whole bunch of, women's basketball officials and they're like yo girls lacrosse that's that's the move and i'm like man I'm, I, I just keep getting more and more curious so i'm gonna do right. that but um you know i aspire to be a baseball college official as well um nice yeah so but but football i, I do primarily flag football that's always my my bread and butter on sunday mornings nice and easy uh but okay. but I, I don't know football i don't know i don't know about having third down it's three hours into a game and it's like pouring rain out I'm not feeling that. I don't know if I can All right, do that. that's different. Yeah, that's that's way different. So, um, after everything that you said, um, what do you think of the attributes? What do you think it took to get to where you are in this moment in time as a basketball official? Um, probably, um, um, probably when I was, I thought about this in the beginning, um, I was when I was doing uh, direct sales when I was you know you know trying to be an entrepreneur and all of that. I did that from when I was eighteen to when I was about maybe twenty three, and this company it it was huge on personal development. So we were reading all the time, you know, listening to to audios and and podcasts and and always you know watching videos and stuff to better ourselves. And outside of that as far as, you know, being an entrepreneur and, and sales goes, we're, you know, sometimes driving two hours out of the way uh, for a meeting that nobody shows up to or, um, you know, just the constant grind. And when I got to this and, you know, somebody was like, you know, I, I'm having a, a game in Delaware, you know, come watch or who's available to come watch. I was like, me? <laughs> you know, I'll go out there and, you know, I was, you know, in, in Jersey every, every weekend and, and all of that. And it's like, you know, it's just something that 
I guess I was used to was going somewhere and, you know, possibly not even getting anything out of it. Mm. But with this, it was like every time I went somewhere, I'm learning, you know, I'm, you know, either working or watching or, or whatever. And I'm learning from some of the, you know, best people in the game, in the, you know, college and pro game. Of course, I'm going to I'm going to go out there and, and see what I can learn and see what I can do. Um, so I think that's what that program or that company instilled in me, um, besides, you know, my parents, you know, teaching me to work hard and, and all of that. But when I really think about it, it's like, you know, we, we really grinded for. And, you know, a lot of people see that because um, sometimes people really attach an opportunity with the dollar sign, right? And I think that's something that you um, were already instilled early that, you know, kind of like sometimes there's opportunities you might have to drive 200 miles and you might not get a dollar out of it. You might lose money from right. it. But right. the the constant development of your mind, the constant development of the way you think is invaluable. And, you know, it always, it always goes back in the long run, I'd say. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. For sure. And and that's why I think, you know, last last season, last summer, I went to so many instructional camps because it's like, no, we, we got to get better before we're, um, for, for myself. I, I needed to get better before I, I was comfortable with going to, you know, a big camp or, or whatever. So yeah. sometimes you're dishing out a lot of money, but it's going to be so worth it in the long run. Right. And that's also really hard to explain to a newer official when I'm like, yo, you know, just come to my game. I know it's 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 going to feel boring in the beginning, but the more mm-hmm. you start looking at a game as an official and stop looking at a player, you have to unlearn a lot of things. And, you know, sometimes they're like, well, why am I why am I doing this? I'm not even like I'm not even doing anything. But, you know, once you get to that mindset and, it, you know, everything kind of falls into place. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's that's something that and it's probably like. I don't know if everyone's mentor teaches them this, but like Kaz definitely, um, the way I, I looked at the game changed was when he was like, read, uh, in the book, what, what contact is and seeing what illegal contact and, and, uh, incidental contact was that changed the way I looked at it because while I'm looking at a play, um, it's not just like, did he get hit or, or she, it's like, all right, this is what constitutes as, as legal contact. This is what constitutes as illegal contact and incidental contact. And, and this is how you have to look at the play now. Like, I think that's what changed it, um, for how I look, look at the game as, as more of a referee than a, uh, than a player. Mm. So having said all of that, what's it going to take, what's it going to take to get to where you want to go? And ultimately, where do you want to go in the game of basketball? Um, so my ultimate goal is, you know, I would love to be an NBA official. Um, I always believed in, you know, shoot for the moon type deal. If you miss, you, end, you land on the stars. So uh, that's my that's my huge goal is, is to be an NBA official. Um, what I think it'll take to to be an NBA official, I'll probably find more of that out 
a little later, but I, from what I know now, um, it's being, you know, fluent or, or, or being really knowledgeable of, of the rule book. Mm. It's watching film. Uh, film is one of the, the biggest things you can do as, as an official. Um, watching your film, watching, you know, other people's film, um, having, I, I don't like to say having the look, but like definitely working out and, and, and being prepared physically, um, to run up and down with, you know, bigger guys and, and, and faster people. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, just put it in the work more I think more so putting in the work more than anybody else doing going above going above and beyond I guess then like I said I'll probably find out a little later you know hopefully I'll find out a little later what it really takes but um that that's what I think it is right now it's just like putting in a lot of work yeah, and I agree. And, and, and don't think for one time that I'm not motivated when I see your Instagram stories and you you running all over the place. I'm like, man, I got <laughs> to get back into the lab out here because all of my peers are working. And I think that's what's oh, cool man. about social media. I mean, we're not we're not talking crazy about each other. We just see about like how we go about our day. And it's like, you know, I'm thinking about officiating. We're still doing things within the parameters of officiating and we're all still trying to get better. And I think, you know, we're kind of just checking each other indirectly you know what i'm saying so when you when you post for something sure, like, like sure. a run i'm like all right i need to maybe i need to stop eating quesadillas at 11 p.m <laughs> um, right I, I i get the same motivation for people i see somebody at the gym i'm like okay all right we gotta get that yeah exactly yeah i go over there um if you can describe this most stickiest situation that you have ever been in officiating basketball hmm That's a good question. The stickiest situation I've ever been in. Um, I can't think of a one that 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 was really bad. Like, I think sometimes when doing men's games, um, I can be a little more of a target. Mm. Um. For, for players or coaches, but I but I like to think that I handle it all right. Um, but uh, I think just one time that I was super super nervous in a game that I that I remember like vividly was I did the uh, by accident I did the junior NBA um, tournament at uh, House of Sports in Ardsley. And I was I was just kind of thrown in there, and we we ended up doing like a semifinal game. Um, it was a boys' game, and I was doing fine the whole game until about four minutes left in the fourth quarter, and it was a close game. And I was like, "Oh, this is on TV. This is <clears throat> this is being streamed. Like people are watching this." I didn't realize it until until the end of the game. And I was like, <clears throat> I I was trying to breathe as well as I could, and I I was just really freaked out at that game. But um, yeah, that's that's just one that I that I can remember that I was just like super flustered. Mm. I ended up like 
being able to like center myself a little bit and and get through the game because it ended up being you know pretty much down to the wire um but that was like the first time that I was doing a game that anybody outside of the you know outside of the gym can see and it's being recorded and if I you know mess up this could be on you know some somebody's Instagram or, or something of you know worst ref ever or something like that <laughs> so so I was just like super freaked out about that about that moment but um but we ended up getting through it I, I tried to breathe as well as I could yeah one play one play at a time and you know I I've come to realize over the experience like you know even your your Geico national experience one of my first games for John Letcher and Phil Celestio was like live stream, they were there, and I, you know, it's just like you get to a point where you like, I don't care who's here, I gotta ref my game. I'm here mm-hmm. for a reason. You know what I'm saying? For sure, um, for sure. After that, it, I definitely got a lot more comfortable with um, doing a, a bigger game like that. It's like you, you belong here. You wouldn't be here if you, you know, if you didn't. So just relax and and do what you know. Mm. Conversely, what is the best moment that you've had thus far in the game of officiating? Hmm the best moment anything that stands out something that you were proud of um I'm sure I'm gonna like you know at 12 o'clock today I'm gonna you know <laughs> think about this and be like why didn't I say that but um just what's what's coming up is is the the Geico um the Geico game that was I I love refereeing like really good basketball Mm. um and and that's why um when i when you ask me like what's i think what's the difference between men's and women's or when i think about like which do i like better or or anything like that it's like neither because i just like refing good basketball and and that game these ladies that were playing were you know poised and you know really you know, knew what they were doing. Like they they were good players, yeah. and it's so much easier to referee a game like that because you can, you know, the plays are cleaner. You you know what's a foul and what's not, and um, that that was just so much fun. But, you know, when I went, I I didn't really know what the uh, the Geico tournament really was. I was just you know happy that Phil you know put me on the game, and mm-hmm. you know I was excited to, to work there. And then when I got there, you know, I see the ESPN cameras and all this. And I'm like, thank God I didn't know really know what it was. Because I probably would have been a little Word. more nervous Word. coming into it. But um, it was great. That that was an amazing experience. And, um, yeah, that's one of, I'm probably, like I said, I'm, later on today, I'm probably going to think about a, a better moment. But that was uh, one of the most fun days that I've had. Um, as an official doing that game. Well, that was that was also the moment that I realized that I had to reach out to you um, because you know what was really funny about that that tournament. <laughs> um, the first day, like had the half of the uh, the gym wasn't filled. It was only one side of the gym, but they made it look like on ESPN like there was like standing room only, even though there was a lot of people there. I'm looking at the other side like, you know, people don't know at, at, at home that the other side is not even. Occupied, but that's cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
Nicole, I appreciate this. This has been great. I think this will open a lot of eyes for, you know, especially a lot of younger officials that, you know, uh, the importance of mentors and the importance of taking it serious early. And, you know, with hard work and a little bit of luck and a little bit of preparation, you can go as far as you can go. And I think you're going to have a great career. And, you know, know knowing how, how this game works, now that we connected, I'm pretty sure we're going to have like four games together next year. Watch. Oh, yeah. For sure. Tomorrow. <laughs> it, it always works like that. But uh, <laughs> you have any final words you want to say before we part ways? Um, I just wanted to make sure that I um, just said this uh, before before I go. Um, one of the biggest things um, that Terry and Kaz taught me um was professionalism and that's just just something that that I just wanted to mention um coming into the gym you know dressed and uh introducing yourself to to the site managers and Terry always told me to have a a, a handkerchief uh in my back pocket while I'm working so we're not you know wiping our sweat with our hands and we're you know we're using our handkerchief being like being believable more than anything is what he taught me is probably the best thing you can be as a, as an official. So I definitely wanted to just mention that, that, um, more than anything, more than I feel like play calling or anything like that, it's being believable and being professional. That's going to, you know, take you to the next level or, or get you to, to where you want to be. So I definitely wanted to mention, um, mm. the whole being professional thing. Cause, uh, that was something that I really had to learn. And, uh, you know, that, that was something that really helped me in, to get to wherever I am right now. Mm. Mm. You have any other final things you want to say? No, that's, that's all. <laughs> cool. I'm all set. I appreciate your time. And for Nicole Robinson, this is Ralph the ref. This is the ramp.